0: Hello and welcome to the Unmissables podcast. I'm Boyd Hilton. I'm joined by uh, Kaye Ribeiro. Hello. I've done a little twist this week.
1: I like that. We haven't had an introduction as glorious, superb, wonderful, incredible. No.
0: I think we're playing up. Heap
1: on the (laughs) praise. Come on.
0: And Stephanie Seelands, that second voice you just heard there.
1: So we're just ordinary, are we?
0: No, you're absolutely outstanding.
1: Sensational.
0: Sensational colleagues. Um... Today we've got a special uh, episode of the podcast in which we're only reviewing shows with one-word titles: oh. *Pole Dark*, *Flowers*, and *Goliath*.
1: Mm.
0: Be those three That's shows a great in the meat. I do like a single-worded meat mm. this week. Um, *Pole Dark* series four. I know um, we're all huge fans of that show and can't wait for its return. We're absolutely <sighs> thrilled and delighted that I insisted on reviewing it because it's back. one of the major shows. In the history of recent television. Flowers, Series 2. I don't know if either of you watched Series 1. Nope. Stripped across the week on Channel 4. That's how much Channel 4 thinks of it. Mm. All six parts in one go. A TV event. Mm. And Goliath starring Oscar winning Billy Bob Thornton.
2: Bless his heart.
0: On the Amazon Prime. All he's of won it.
2: A, I can't believe he's won an Oscar.
0: Can't he?
1: No. What did he win his Oscar for? I can't remember. Monsters Ball. Could be. Let's say that.
0: Let's say that. It's Let's not say Monster's
1: Monst- Ball. Is that the one with Halle Berry? Uh, yeah. yeah. Is it called Monster's Ball?
0: Um, probably.
1: So mm. either that or Monster's Inc. It's definitely not, it's definitely not monster. Monster's Inc. Is it mon- Do you know what? I feel like John Dan's going to check up on that for us. Yeah, I
0: think he is. I think our know, guru, producer, editor, mm-hmm. technical whiz kid.
1: Long-term friend. Oh, that's technical whiz kid. <laughs> yeah. It's an excellent new phrase for him.
0: I think he's going to find out. But before all of that, Before the single worded um, shows that reviewing in the meaty section of the podcast, let's find out from Stephanie Seelan what else she has been engaging with Mm. this week.
1: Well, thank you, Boyd Hilton. Hey, Boyd, wouldn't it be awful? Wouldn't it just be the worst thing ever if you were at home and you got murdered? (laughs) Yeah, it'd be pretty terrible. It would be awful. Although it's way- even
0: if you're out and about and you got murdered would he be, be watching bad. TV
1: but if you're at home there's something worse about being murdered at home would Boyd be watching TV
2: when he was murdered because I think that's the way you would like to go would you say that the way he'd he loves like best
0: to go? I think in my sleep really would be the way I like to I, go. Think, I think that would, think would be, be the best way. way
1: Yeah, surrounded by friends the and family the
0: TV could be on in the background factual update from John Dan
1: oh hold on factual update the the lesser-known Sling Blade.
0: Sling Blade. He won
1: for Best Adapted yes. Screenplay. What do you oh, mean, yes? What you. is that? <laughs> oh, yes, film. everyone knows. Yeah,
0: it was a good what? indie film, yeah. And about what? Um, About a sling and a blade.
1: I think so we should stick with Monsters Inc. Sounds better. Yeah.
0: Okay. Thank you for that factual anyway, update. back to your Sorry murder. Sorry to Yeah, it would be bad if I got murdered at home.
1: Okay, yeah. now, it would be, because it's worse being murdered at home, I think. I mean, it's awful being murdered, but if when it's in your own home, there's just something worse about it. This long winded explanation is the doorstep murder. Thirteen oh, on your doorstep years ago. On your You're doorstep Not even in your house. We're making light of this, but somebody did actually get murdered on their doorstep. Poor man called Alastair Wilson. Right? He is a Scottish fellow, and he, for 13 years, this has gone unsolved. Kay wants to laugh, but she can't step she's away always, from it. She's mic. always
0: laughing at murder, to be fair to her. Sorry. As I said,
1: after a period of time, it's hilarious. This is not after, after like 35 years, murder comedy can be funny. is
0: Comedy is tragedy plus time, isn't it? Yeah.
1: That is not a great True. equation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, poor Alistair Wilson, this has gone unsolved, basically, right? They were putting the kids to bed. He came downstairs. He's a banker in Scotland. Came downstairs. His wife came downstairs. Someone asked for him at the door. She runs upstairs and goes, Oh, someone's at the door for door. you. He comes down and he gets shot to death.
0: On the doorstep? On
1: his very doorstep in Scotland. Wow. What was the reasoning? Okay we don't know it's unsolved how, it's, how, oh it's unsolved yeah, it's why I didn't unsolved know that How unsolved murder, murder. she said it and rarely we oh, find out why people murder them this is a rare example of me
0: listening to you more closely than Kate
1: ah, yeah. every, every week I get tables every
0: week I get accused of not listening properly I know no. so what was the man's well, name what was now. the man
1: who got murdered let's really the test name. you the name I can't remember the oh. name Alistair Stare something
0: I can't remember anyone's name a minute after I meet them
2: Alistair Stare oh no it's because you said Alistair Stare no no I tell you mean that would be really really cruel Alistair why awful. I said that is because that's why i started chuckling. Is because when you said Alistair, you went Alistair, so then I just had that in my
1: head. Sorry, Alistair. okay. But his surname is not Stare, it is Wilson. Awesome. <laughs> just I just want to say we do not find any of this funny because it's no, awful, it's a terrible funny. tragedy. Okay, so yeah, he was mad on his doorstep in a really weird twist. Okay. 13 years later, somebody that when this case was being discussed on a radio show, somebody phoned in and said, I know why this guy was murdered. Okay. But the most important thing you need to know is this is now a podcast, BBC Radio Scotland, with Fiona Walker, who is investigating the case again. Wow. Right. It's fascinating. It's called The Doorstep Murder. And it, one of the crucial bits of information is. He was. His wife was given this blue envelope with which had a name on it. I don't want to give too much away because it's a really interesting case. Is the color significant? We don't know. We think it right, might be. There's a lot of unanswered questions well, here. Well, yeah. So, is it a gangland murder? We don't know. Was no, he they doing red something? Envelopes. Was he? Kay. Not. Fu- this is not funny. Stop it. Sorry. Um. So there's a lot. There's a lot going on here, and it's as I said, okay, unsolved. So we don't know the answers. Is it,
0: is it an ongoing podcast, or has it all been done? there's See eight I mean. it's,
1: it' it starts on the 24th eight? of May right. um, John Dan texted me about it yesterday I had started listening to it because I read an article on BBC about it already. So it's a eight... true
0: crime vine
1: yeah it is true it's on the true crime vine uh, there's eight episodes up already oh, there are like only wow, 20... eight. yeah there's I only 24 question? minutes <laughs> long you can ask me one quite question. often when we're reviewing stuff um,
2: and you're dissatisfied with the um, unsatisfied with the ending it's because things haven't
1: been resolved yeah. So
2: why do you like unsolved crime so much? I like,
1: okay, God, this is a big question. Mm. I like this one. I mean, nutshell it. Because the (laughs) reason, what they've said about this one is the reason they're doing this is because they want to try and get some new information. So I like unsolved crime if something's been reopened. A reopened wound. (laughs) Do you know what I mean?
0: Listeners, I just have to say that um, Steph literally did a little mime there of reopening, (laughs) which is brilliant.
1: Like a hand (laughs) kind of going out
0: reopen to, you, you, in case we didn't know <laughs>
1: the Reopening what re, But yeah. you know when they reopen a crime reopen. And they're saying Oh right okay. I can't say reopen Without doing the hand no, thing No I know When they reopened it And they They're asking for new information That's when it becomes exciting to me Because okay. okay. I feel like I could solve the crime mm-hmm. And I think we should get on it Alright Is what I'm saying I'm into it Yeah So that's really good <laughs> Wherever you get all your good podcasts. What's the podcast called again? Oh, it's the, called The, the doorstep, doorstep Murder. i taken the piss.
2: He's mentioned it no, like no,
0: 30 no, no. times. Christ.
1: Anyway, so no, that's the really story. You have to top
0: and tail it with a reminder.
1: Um, now, a bit of a rando. Okay. I had never seen the film City of God. <gasps> I, know you were gonna, I knew you were going to. I knew you were going to do that scoff. Have you seen <laughs> Okay? No, right. Well, Kay would really like it because it takes place in Rio de Janeiro, and I know that she likes Rio de Janeiro. Big fan. Yeah. So this is a 2003. Is it by any chance on Netflix? It's on Netflix. <laughs> okay, and I'd never seen it, and I thought this looks fun. Um, <laughs> it wasn't fun, but so it's about um, a Rio de Janeiro slum and a young guy oh. called. On... I'm oh, out. We're out. We're <laughs> slum. Anti-slum. Yeah, why are you so anti-slum? Why are you
2: shy away from the answer to no, the is world? <laughs> I'm not. It's just you made it sound like it was going to be really fun, and you're
1: like. His no, I, said it, I literally said, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. that is God, what, am I going to start I, listening? I actually yeah. said those words. I said, it sounds fun. It's not fun, okay? Oh, right. Pleasure. Look at me in the eyes, okay, <laughs> while I speak to you about this film. It's about, um, so it's told through, um, it's narrated for this young guy called Rocket, who's a budding photographer, and he's kind of um, taking you through these the lives of these. Boyd. Sorry. I know this is an old film, but Kay hasn't seen it, no, which no. means no. some no. other people haven't seen me. it taking through the lives of um, these young people brought up in the slum and the drug trade, and it's absolutely brilliant. And uh, so lots of people thought when it came out in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just see? saying, if you haven't... But it's really good. So, yeah. And if I hadn't seen it, then listen, Other people haven't seen it. It's what I like to call an oldie but goodie. It's an oldie mm. but goodie. And, okay, again, I'm g- bringing up another oldie but goodie, but I do think it's worth mentioning. Right, I started watching uh, <laughs> Asian No... Asian Provocateur Season 2 which oh yeah, it's I fantastic. know but I hadn't watched Season 2 and it's so brilliant it's the one where he goes I to... know oh, Kay's a huge fan Ramesh yeah. Ranganathan the Season 2 is where he takes his mum to the USA now again it is now on Netflix which is why <laughs> I started a, watching it again. it's so hilariously here. funny and the last thing that oh, I, I watched.
0: real you've said it before it's such a shame this bugger isn't sponsored by Netflix no really... I know yeah,
1: but yeah, come I, I do Netflix, watch a lot of to get your Netflix. finger out and start giving us some cash the last thing I want to talk about because we said we were going to mention it last week and we haven't talked about it is Solo a Star Wars story can we just briefly talk about that? I mean, yeah,
0: it has been out now for like three weeks or something. But yeah, well, that's okay. I mean, it's almost an oldie but goodie. It's almost as on a City yeah. of God.
1: <laughs> you two are really taking the pee today. You oh, yeah. really are. But but that yes. means that people have seen it, so it doesn't matter about spoilers.
0: No, sure. Okay. I mean, oh, the, the only people going to see it have seen it because it's because it's considered to be a flop because it's only earned. I mean, this is what happens in the Stone Age. It's only earned like hundreds of millions of pounds dollars, and it's only it's considered a flop in the Star Wars universe because it hasn't done as well as all the others.
1: How well, how, how much did Rogue One do? Better than that. <laughs> I mean, well, I assumed it would be better I think than Rogue that. One,
0: off the top of my head, and yeah, it's like 150 million. It was like much better than that. Mm. Yeah. Rogue One did well. This yeah. has not done well. Is it is it a case of Star Wars fatigue there too? Because this is, you know, effectively there have been two Star Wars films out? in the last six months. Yeah. Because normally they come out around Christmas, December. This one is out now in the spring. Did you like it? I enjoyed it for what it was, but I didn't think it was particularly like of, of, of a crucial element in the Star Wars story.
1: Can I ask you a question? You
0: can ask me anything you want.
1: Did you think though it seemed like it could have been um like a six part like series on Do you know what I mean? It didn't seem like a film to me. Does that make sense? It just see it didn't it wasn't no, it felt like a film
0: to me. Did I it? Disagree
1: with that I either. just I didn't think it was very good. No. Okay. I didn't I didn't well, really like it. No. John Dan, can you by the power of thumbs up thumbs down tell me if you liked it or with the middle thumb? Ooh. Oh he did the middle thumb, he it's went on up. the fence. It's awesome. a little bit up. A little it's a li- bit God, up. you've managed I to d- twist. Yeah. Your thumb I sat next quite to
0: the- I sat next to I had the privilege of sitting next to John down at this screening.
1: Yeah. In, uh, I know you did, and yeah. do you know why? I why? know you did. Because Pog oh oh, yeah. right? Okay, brief story. Oh. Pog, set the scene. I look like a right twat, okay, because <laughs> I was in the cin- I was in the cinema screaming Boyd's name as he was walking up the stairs. I had great snacks and even though Boyd's had the diverticulitis and wasn't allowed to eat them, <laughs> I still had them, okay? And I was screaming, Boyd! Boyd! Bee, oh my God, it was like a Bartridge pot- pot- oh moment. It was moment. so embarrassing and I and everyone around me was like, "You don't know Boyd." <laughs> that Liam, husband Liam, was like, "Sit down. This is so embarrassing. Stop <laughs> it. He hasn't heard you. Sit down." And then I saw Boyd walk over, and apparently he found his real friend John Dan to sit now, next what to. What John?
0: What you should have done which is what John did. Is he came over and sat next to me and said, "I oh, physically, physically and assaulted engaged, you." Engaged in? I couldn't in because than-
1: I was next to some Tutty people. When I even got, they were, I was only four seats away from the edge of the aisle, and they were going. T- do you know what mm. I think this comes back to? Boyd's listening skills. It does. Anyway, can we, so to sum up Solo, to, I don't,
2: I, No,
0: I enjoyed it. I think must, it's fine. It's not, it's not, It's know. not a
1: must watch though in the cinema, is it?
0: three and a half stars, three and a half to four. I thought I enjoyed it. It's a good film in its own right. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I actually oh, okay. liked it. I enjoyed the two, I mean, I'm not desperate to see it again, which is, you know, the measure, but I'll happily sit through it. At some
1: I point. would, oh, no, I didn't oh, think it was that no, good.
2: Okay.
1: okay, that's it, guys. That's it. That's all you are getting out of me. Kay's
0: been waiting on tender after that uh, little anecdote about the cinema. <laughs> to reveal. I mean, to be
1: fair, that's the third time I've heard it, but it gets
2: better <laughs> with time. Well, it's it warrants retelling. I might say it again at the end of the podcast. Okay, with what have you that.
0: engaged this week?
2: Oh, okay. There's only one new thing I want to tell you about. Oh. And I am absolutely... Example to us all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm absolutely... Self-editing. Obsessed with it. And I urge you, if you haven't watched it, uh, pause, What, what is saying, it? I know what I know what she's going to say. Love in the Countryside. BBC Two, presented by Sarah Cox. Don't pull that face. Go on. Okay. Talk to me.
1: Sorry, Love in the Countryside. In the it's Countryside. on what we call
0: television.
1: <laughs> the BBC. BBC Two. You two are being right arseholes to today. <laughs> Just well, saying, you've been very
0: swearing I Yeah, I put the old... Well, um,
1: explicit warranted it. Sarah Cox is
2: a presenter and basically it's eight rural people. So they're like a combination of farmers, rural vets, farriers, all these kind of things. Looking for love. Yeah how do you say it farriers yeah is
1: that you say it? yeah no no it is i just saw i just thought sound, it sounded funny you know farrier. i would like it to be called farriers looking for love <laughs> all these rural folk um
2: singletons looking for love they've got different stories male and women old and young um straight and gay and they're all they've all got background stories so some some of them have been divorced some of them have been single for like six seven years and they're all obviously because they all run farms or you know have animal commitments they find it <laughs> they find it harder to find love because you know if you're on the farm all the time getting up early at five o'clock animal commitments are really yeah. you know that's more than anyone's furrying, stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly yeah. those shoes aren't gonna make themselves no. anyway so um what happens is old school style they um have letters written to them by other single people who want to go on dates with them <laughs> right
1: <laughs> what? Oh, sorry about that. Okay, I was half laughing at that, and I was half laughing because I seemed to think barriers was something to do with pigeons, My And it's not. It it's wow. people who make horseshoes. <laughs> I thought those were blacksmiths. Well, also let's look look not after let's not sorry carry let's not on. Look after horses. on let's not get hung up on the
2: bogged down okay. okay right love anyway, among anyway the letters are written Large right <laughs> so it's very like you know obviously modern day dating you know a lot Tune of it swiping exactly mm. so this is kind of old school which is what i love about it obviously with televisions involved do so these and people will not have
1: smartphones is that what it they is? They do,
2: people in the countryside do have smartphones. But anyway, they get written to, and so they're in a country house, and they receive their boxes of letters. In oh, some cases, just handfuls, but some are like a couple. It's so sweet, right? And they get these letters, and they go through them, and they decide who they want to meet out of all of them. They You can choose how many you meet. Do they have to send pictures with it? They can send pictures. Some of them send, like, um, drawings. You know, like, it's really, it's really- Illustrations rom- of themselves. It's really romantic. It's oh, lovely. And then the selected people come to the country house, and they get some one to one time just to see if, you know, what they think. And then the um, farmers choose which of them they want to then come and visit them on the farm throughout the six episodes. Oh. And then they hang out together. And then, depending on if they like them, they um, then go on another date, one to one time, and they go and visit the other people. You know, but the, the other
1: people that are writing them letters, they don't yeah. necessarily have to be farm folk. They can no, be from they're, anywhere. they're
2: like usually urbanites who are like yeah. looking for a change. Looking of, for a fire. Yeah oh that and is it is really honestly nice. it is so sweet like heartwarming it's kind of cringy in places plus let me tell you about some of them my favorites okay so there's ed 25 who's absolutely gorgeous a dairy farmer from lancashire and steph if you saw him you'd be like why the hell are you single really yeah well he's in remote that's why <laughs> no he's, he's
0: remote <laughs> well
2: yeah he's super cute um and then there's oh peter 52 he's got a bit of a twinkle in his eye I kind of uh, like fancy him. Either. You should write him a letter. I know. He's I'll a- do a drawing a few later. But he lives in Yorkshire is he anything? Mm. That's okay. Yeah. Yorkshire's nice. Are there any
0: actual farriers?
2: Yeah, there is. Who's the, on, who's the farrier? Oh God, I haven't got his name written down. The he the farrier? Wasn't... Let's call him Fred.
0: Can Fred? I just say, a farrier is a specialist in equine hoof care, oh. including oh, right. the trimming and balancing of horses' hooves and the placing of shoes God, on their work. hooves if necessary.
1: And nothing to do with pigeons. That's what are pigeons? This podcast is educational. Harriers. Is it Harriers? What are the no. pigeons? It's Harrier Harri- don't think yet. of carrier pigeons.
0: Don't, And anyway. Just, right. As long as we okay. establish what the farriers do. This is
1: not Pigeon
2: Street. Right. And also there's like a woman called Christine who's 32 and she's a cattle and sheep um, farmer from Dumfries and Galloway. And for example, she's like really, she's been single for six, seven years and you can tell she's like, hasn't got a lot of confidence. Oh. So it, it, you go on these journeys with them you get very invested in their relationships. I've watched four out of six episodes every morning I'm watching one on the way to work and I absolutely well, let me just say love she's it. She's
0: also watching them at work as well. I did oh, catch her the other a day. Caught her the other during day. During my lunch she hour. She had a little a little um, smartphone out and she had her headphones on and right. she was like, "What the f are you doing?" She's watching an episode of Love in the Country. It's
1: so Can good? I just ask something? So do you follow them along the episodes or do you get yeah. one episode with one couple and you see it for no, its entirety? What's what's good is they they
2: mix it up um, so that, because if you watch one in one episode, you might get a bit bored of it if you're right. not very invested in that couple. But so generally per episode, they maybe focus on two couples um, and so and it goes across six episodes. So I'm hoping episode six is going to be, um, a flash forward, so they've so, revisited them. Right. So, what does Sarah husband?
1: Cox have to do with all of this?
2: So she goes and visits them, and she narrates, and like she's oh, okay. she's also a daughter of a farmer. She's the enabler
0: of the uh, of
2: the.
1: Yeah, I know, but you know when it like something's so remote, like, you can't. I'm just wondering where she's staying <laughs> no, and how she's. And, do you know what I mean? Like she's not like she's. It's not a Love Island where she's popping in they're popping into the villa. It's like no, well, she, she goes, goes trekking and visits down them. to the farm, and you know. You know
0: they do now have shelter in the countryside.
1: They have shelter. They have. I've phones. heard a rumor, <laughs> <laughs> but. I don't believe really in ever. myself.
0: I think part of the uh, idea of the series is that it educates town folk like you I live into in the, the ways of the rural... So wait, in or something.
1: What? I live in Bedfordshire. It a beautiful countryside. Not, I'm
0: not sure if that counts. Well,
1: anyway. Anyway, yes. The it's Bedfordshire
2: is, farmers will be be furious.
0: It, it is the show that everyone's talking about.
2: I... I can't recommend it highly enough. If there's one new show you try out, and it started... uh, What channel? A few weeks ago. BBC Two. It's all on iPlayer. Okay. Just six episodes. And honest, Steph, you're going to love it. I'm going to watch them all tonight. Yeah, watch it. Um, The only other thing I wanted to tell you about is... I mean, you only
0: said one thing, so
2: so yeah we well one gonna... new thing if you,
0: if you used your ears okay. one new thing right. I think we'll
1: one thing. I think we're gonna have to cut her off there. <laughs> okay. okay fine
0: no no we the other <laughs> thing no
1: no I mean you can. no you know, we're um, very I'm sorry Kate stubborn. please do oh. tell us about the other thing okay the split final episode you oh no see I it. haven't seen it yet okay
2: cool <laughs> please don't tell me <laughs> I'm done I'm done was it good <laughs> I enjoyed it there's there is some flaws to it but I enjoyed it a lot of people on Twitter um it's mixed reviews, yes. to say the least. And it's been commissioned for a second series, so people need this to stop the, moaning.
0: This, we reviewed the uh, first episode, the Abby the Morgan, Abby Morgan legal, drama. Legal
2: family drama.
0: Legal. Literally divorce, legal
1: fa- but yeah. mainly about the
0: world of divorce law and all that, isn't Nicola
1: it? Nicola yeah? Walker, Stephen Mangan, mm. yeah. Crucially though, hmm. will I like the ending? Because I'm on four and I haven't... They've got too much to go. I'm going to... Can you read
2: is this Seth's a, mind on this Is this, this an
1: Elias Grace situation? <laughs> and let's just remind you that I de-recommended Elias Grace from Netflix. I think you'll have problems
2: with it. but I'm I not mean... going to watch
1: it then.
0: Well, they have recommissioned, haven't they? So yeah, right? it's, it's been
1: recommissioned. Is, yeah. And the only
0: so other n- thing to the, say not is... not everyone
2: dies. Go on. We're recording this on Friday and tomorrow I am going to the soap which I'm excited about. Congratulations! So when so people
0: hear this on Tuesday, they'll hear you saying that you were going to <laughs> the yeah, yeah, that's exactly Yeah. Mm. Retrospective. How were they? <laughs> they you were think? good. Very be good. Were you
2: pleased well, with all the winners? I, I was thrilled. Um, no, but it's live for the first time. Yes, and as we know, stage stars do like to get well uh, lubricated. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's um, a big weekend.
1: to get lubricated. <laughs> that's what I thought she said. Well, apparently then. so.
0: Um, also on uh, Sunday that's on Saturday night on ITV I mean this has all have been happened so I don't even know why I'm going Mm -hmm. on about this BGT final on Sunday that will have happened two days ago as well now did everyone see
2: Lee at Lost Voice Guy that I recommended to you he He may may have won as we speak
0: he may have won apologies for speculating on something that now listeners already know about Okay. have you concluded your um, selection of things you've engaged with this week Kay
2: yeah watch Love in the Countryside
0: um also watch I'm going to mention I mentioned it before before it came out now it's actually on the Netflix Steve Martin and Martin Short an (gasps) evening you will forget for the rest of your life I watched
1: that as well do you know why I didn't mention it because I knew you'd mention it it's very good also
0: it would have been like 5,000 things on Netflix that you'd have watched
1: no excuse me just let's not fight come on
0: Um, it's 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 an absolute joy isn't it it these these two legends of show business um, making fun of each other telling stories looking at some of it's just literally them looking at pictures of themselves from when they were younger and telling the stories of that. Do you know it's... what I really
1: loved about what it? Did you
0: really love about it, Steph? Like
1: I felt like it was like an innocent type of really hilarious, mm. but also it wasn't. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. Really, it's like not. It's an. It wasn't Back to the days nasty. where it was, yeah, yeah. not cynical. Yeah, ex- that's exactly what I mean. An
0: uncynical yeah. celebration yeah. of two showbiz legends. Yeah, yes.
1: perfect description. Yeah.
0: No, they're absolutely brilliant. That's on the Netflix now. Um, I'm up to episode five of The Bridge <gasps> out of out of eight. And it's going brilliantly Don't, well.
2: because I'm, I'm on episode, yeah. I'm going to be on episode four. Wow. And he was watching it at his desk. Wow. He kept on turning his screen away
1: from me saying, don't watch it. A lot it. happens
0: in episode four. That sounded four. like
1: you were actually going to be on the episode. I'm going to be on episode four.
0: Yeah. Episode four will have gone out on the Friday, when we're coming out on Tuesday. So that people have seen right. that. And that's an extremely um, action-packed episode. And then five oh, is God. also... Very interesting and key. It's brilliant. It, it's okay, brilliant. can
1: I just say, I am going to get round to watching The Bridge. I haven't yeah. yet, but just I am. the
0: storytelling is incredible. That's the thing, the, okay. the way the story is He's told. the
1: king of Scandinoise.
0: He is the king of Scandinoise, hmm. the guy who writes it with the woman. Hans
2: Rosenfeld. Well
0: done. <laughs> and finally, I'm going to mention a film, Le Lemont Le Double. Le, Le Mont
2: Mont Double. Le, Le Mont Mont Double. Le a Le Our resident Frenchy. did he say that right? Le oh, Mont thumbs double. up from John Dan. François, what
0: does it mean? Francois Ozon, it means. The
2: double lovers. Double lovers. Life, lover double doubles.
0: doubles. Anyway, this is uh, a film that's coming out. It's out in cinemas now, but it's also on the Curzon home video ah. system.
1: Oh, Have I no. mentioned this before? Well, if you remember, we had I a lengthy 25 listen. minute conversation where I couldn't quite get to grips with what this meant. Listen, right? We can't go through that again. Oh, okay. No,
0: I'm not going through it again.
1: Just a brief explanation. <laughs> so, no, Boyd, st- no, st- you can watch it. In your house, yep. at the same time, yep. it is on limited release yep. at Curzon yep. Cinemas yep. if you John's get the Curzon Cinema hand. app. But yep. it costs the same as what you would have to pay to go to the cinema to watch it.
0: Um, yes, I mean I'm just saying yes as if I, yeah, but it costs like I don't know eight nine quid or something to watch it at Fine. home, and probably costs about. This. Anyway, the point is you can watch it either <laughs> on cinemas or in the comfort of your own home if you've got the Curzon Home Cinema app. I, this is. I absolutely love this film. A lot of people have slagged it off. What's it about? It's about... Um, now, here's the thing. It's about uh, Maureen Vath plays oh um, this young woman who is having abdominal pain. So this is maybe why I identify You're with You're relating it. So to her. Oh, my God, pain. I've
1: heard about this. There's a vagina scene, which is really, really <laughs> outrageous. Doesn't He goes into the vagina.
0: Well... He goes into
1: the vagina. Spoiler
0: alert. Anyway, so she's, goes she goes to see her therapist because she thinks there's no physical explanation for him. She thinks it's psychosomatic. Yep. Um, and Jeremy Renier, who plays her th- therapist, they start having a relationship and then it turns out he's got a twin. And I'm not going to say <gasps> any more than that because it's all about the perverse... It's like a perverse thriller. So I don't know if you've seen the film *Dead Ringers*, the brilliant Cronenberg, David Cronenberg film, which starred um, posh actor Jeremy Irons as mm, twins, mm. twin, um, twin people who were uh, engaged twin, in very perverse people. activity. Yeah. <laughs> twin men. Um, it's also it's kind of like imagine *Dead Ringers*, which is a legendary film, with a bit of *Basic Instinct*. It's quite Ooh. it's very tawdry. Can I and Go on. in quotes erotic, steady people. And it has, as you've already mentioned, that kind of but scene. the one
1: it. thing that, uh, this is not a spoiler because it's been talked about loads and loads. The major thing is I think it's the first time that it's ever been shown on screen that there is an intimate act performed while a lady is having Aunt Flo visit. And that is the, the tamest way oh, that I can say God. it.
0: Oh, God. Steph knows all about this film. Yeah. Um, yeah so it's it, It's it's daring, it's um edgy, it, it's really over the top. It's bloody. Mm. It's quite tacky in a way, <laughs> but... If you like that kind of ludicrous film.
2: I'm
1: out.
0: Yeah. Sex thriller. <laughs> no, bit well, of I'm Hitchcock. Watch this. Bit of Hitchcock, Bit of Basic Instinct, Bit of Dead Ringers, French Twins, mm. Bizarreness. This is French the film t- for you.
1: French Twins, I'm into. There's a lot of cinematic first in this. I think it should be watched by people. Oh yeah,
0: definitely. But Warning: Not for everyone. Kay, for example, already like feels sick and, and uh, <laughs> appalled by the whole thing.
1: Yeah. Well, I've said I've said intimate act and art But yeah, no you start urge. listening
0: to the to the podcast I recommended, the brilliant um, Julia yes. Davis podcast,
1: Joan
2: and Jericho, Joan
0: and Jericho, which is extraordinarily rude, one of the yeah. rudest things ever committed to yeah, audio. Yeah. So you can cope with that. That's fine. So imagine some of the things they talk about on that podcast. I don't know. I
2: feel like listening
1: is different okay, from f- okay. Seeing
0: from seeing. Yeah. Anyway, I loved it. Le Monde Double.
1: Mm, I'm going to watch it
0: Curzon Home Cinema I'm going to get that Then you have to illegally up. download it no you can illegally watch it I would never it. do
1: that but yeah. I'm going to get the Home Cinema up and pay or if you 8 go to and- nine pounds Yeah,
0: that's out now and that concludes what I've been engaging with this week mm. and I think what we've all been engaging with this week that is part one of the podcast now part two of the podcast which is officially on the menu you may have noticed this yes, week
2: yes I'm happy about that it's the tweets before the meat
1: Oh, sorry, I meant to do that with you. Yeah, yeah.
0: you were looking at
2: your phone stuff, I'm and you get punished for that. So what happens have, to
1: me? Well, you get you have to spend two minutes being.
0: I'm going to remove Netflix from you for a week. <laughs> yeah,
2: that is. Don't what joke would you about do? would you rather that be isn't... silent for two minutes or lose Netflix?
1: Silent for two minutes. See, so
2: yeah, I knew that. Mm. All right, right onwards. So we've had a message from at Claire Glitter who says another great pod. Can I suggest Liverpool for when the pod goes
1: on tour? Oh. Yes, yes, you can, you and can yes, we will. That.
2: Great idea. John's shaking his head. Come on, John. At some point, you have so, got to get so, bored of so this. So far, tour. we've
1: got okay, we're going to New Zealand yep. to stay on our, our friend's sofa. Yeah. Uh, Boyd's bringing the camp bed. We've got um, Liverpool. Yeah. Um, the Cafe Nero. Yeah. And in Camden. In Camden. And where else are we going? Is mm, that it? That's
2: it? Oh, well, we're also trying to go on that Tin Star. Um, oh,
1: Canada. Tour. Yeah. So, Canadian. Calgary.
2: Yeah. Yep. Okay, great. And she also said, "Can we have some pod merchandise, pretty please?" Listen, if you want, we if shall you provide want merch. Right? We
1: are gonna get. Now some I merch. am taking up
2: pottery classes again. So, okay, listen. if you
0: can mass produce some unmissables, no, it's, not um, about, it's not about mugs. mass producing. No, or even not ma- or bespoke, especially bespoke produced. Yeah, I'll do some
2: little, maybe some little buttons
1: or something pottery buttons do yeah it. i mean nice. it have no
2: function other than just say pog on it but
1: merch is merch yeah
2: all right well we'll look into it i'll see it. also actually what happened to our super pog who's going to design us something
1: don't because she might have, she might have not done as well as she did in her a levels and just be not wanting to do that
2: anymore oh okay okay we don't know what's going on get in touch listen we're here to support you whatever yeah right um and then we've got one from andrew carrington at andy mank oh maybe it's from manchester oh obviously. new yeah. new destination <laughs> um, just watched the last ever episode of The Middle. Gonna miss the hex. I love them from episode one. I don't, I've never watched The Middle. The oh, middle? The Middle? Yeah, it's really fun. good. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. It's really old,
1: isn't it? No, uh, it's, it's no, got, it's um, what's her name from, um, bleh, what is her name? What's the name of the actress in it? Oh, God, it's so I mean, annoying.
0: No, you've set John down off. All right, well, and I'll me. just move on. I'll We're <laughs> both looking it up.
1: I'll move on to the next one. The Middle which is a good show though.
0: It's like a kind of working class version of um, of Modern Family. One
1: of your oh, favorites. it's really going to annoy me. Yeah. She's from Ray Romano's show. Something about Raymond. Patricia Heaton. Patricia Heaton, thank the Lord. Thank the Pat Lord. Pat Heaton. Um, and then also we got
2: alerted to the fact that um, Netflix's uh, The Staircase is going to be shown at BAFTA where oh, there's yeah. going to be a talk with the director. Now I'm not even going to try. Boyd, you're very good at
1: like foreign names recently. Was that from Mira Jade? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Jean Javier de Lestrade which is the most french name in the history of french names Jean Javier yeah. de Lestrade It's wonderful. <laughs> like a, a, a villain from Sherlock how which far... as we know is the thing i'm most obsessed with you in the world so maybe we should Every, do a all of my it. things are about Stop Sherlock.
1: It. What um how far are you into the Staircase? Oh, about
0: three or 4 episodes. Okay. Sorry.
1: Where are you? Have you finished it? Um I'm, I'm on I'm on number 6. Mm? I'm only on 2. Okay. Um we should go to that BAFTA thing.
2: Yeah. And also to Liverpool and Manchester yeah and Canada we and know, New Zealand that. so get your passports and then days. start
1: making the pottery yeah, oh yeah the badges okay is that it
2: that's it that's it for me
0: thank you very much for the tweet before updates.
2: the
1: meet see I did it afterwards no this is oh. not a new thing Steph you okay. missed your opportunity sorry I'll, right. I'll be back on for question time
0: now then it is time for the meet finally this could be what could be one of our record-breaking delays before the meet couldn't it
1: oh I think it well, is well, I mean, we've late. been in here for several hours now yeah.
0: Um, Poldark, Series 4. Now, I know for a fact that Steph and Kate are almost as big Poldark fans as me, but I think I'm the biggest. So you I'm are, going
1: Oh, look, to... we what? wouldn't take that away from you. You're what we like to call a Poldark.
0: You am. are a Poldark. It, it's almost second only to Sherlock, isn't it? In my obsession oh, with Poldark. Oh,
1: anything that ends in an uh, or an Ork, you are right on it.
0: <laughs> Tenuous. Anyway, this is Series 4 of what has been one of the most successful... And enjoyable period dramas of recent years. Aidan Turner. But you may have seen. By the way, I meant to discuss this with you first mm-hmm. thing this morning. Because Stephanie, not many people know this, but Stephanie Sealand's actual professional job is partly dealing with pictures and photos.
1: Hmm. I'm half a picture director. Yeah,
0: multi multi. Listen, I'm multi-skilled. Anyway, um, to cut a long story short, I interviewed oh, no, Aidan Turner. The interviewed Aidan Turner, which is in the heat interview, which is out today. Now, same day as this podcast. And in it, we asked him about, you know, the fact that he's famously... In series one, the, sh- the shot of him scything oh, topless yeah. became the iconic shot of the whole series.
1: Yeah, of course. Helped
0: we actually to...
2: recreated. it, sorry to interrupt, for right. our um, stars dress up. With? And we got um, <laughs> Spencer Matthews.
0: Spencer Matthews to Maiden recreate it. it. became an iconic thing. Mm. It became so famous and such a kind of thing that poor Aidan had to talk about every single time he was interviewed yeah. by anyone. It became a bit of a rod for his own back. Yeah, And, you know, got to the point where it was, you know, became a, an issue. Didn't he um,
2: refuse to talk about it for a while and was just a bit like I don't, like, I don't want to refused. be objectified?
0: I don't think he ever refused. I hosted a few Q and As, you know, where they where they launched the show, and, and he, was like, and he oh, invariably yeah. got asked, you know, are you going to be top to him and Be like, oh, you know, he, he never refused. Mm. He's, a, he's a nice guy. But anyway, we did ask him before I'd seen any of this new series. Mm. I interviewed him that wasn't ready yet to, to see it, and and we asked him about, you know, is it keeping fit and all that? And he's like, well, I don't really need to anymore because I'm not naked in the show anymore. And, it, and right. like, I don't think he's deliberately doing it because he does forget. Because four series in, and then was about to film the fifth. If doesn't remember what scenes are in which series. Oh my God. Genuinely. But as luck would have it, the opening scene you know what? of Poldark Series 4 yeah. is yeah. him emerging from the sea, topless. He looks fully hungry. So fit. So fit. There you go. Oh my God,
1: do you know what? I almost said to you, right, I started watching Poldark and as you'll find out, I don't watch Poldark. I started watching it, got to that scene, I thought, I've seen enough. This is fantastic. <laughs> that was within you 30 seconds. Because <laughs> he looks coming yeah. out of the water. Right. He is Gorgeous. But have
0: you seen? So that is on the front page of all the papers today, of Friday. Course. Is recording this. So the BBC has put that picture out, which we didn't even know. Kay no. and I were discussing it with our colleague from Close, so we didn't know, know where they allow that picture. Mm. Then now it's back to using him topless as being the main selling point of the show. So all over again, you know, he's going to be asked about it every single bloody time he gets interviewed Is this the
1: final I think, series? I think
0: it's all fascinating No, there's one. Well, then he needs to like, like, like final, eat I loads
1: think. of cake and get unfit if he doesn't want people. But to it's look interesting, isn't it, it? This
0: dichotomy. I'm using the word dichotomy between. Mm. You know, him finding it slightly annoying that everyone reduces the show to him topless, essentially. A lot of people do that. And B, the BBC blatantly, and I banged the oh. table, Yeah, because the thing is... Picture team ultimately, using that to sell
2: the show. Ultimately, the BBC want people to watch the show, yeah. right? Give the audience what they want. They yeah. want that. So irrespective of whether he wants to do it or not, I mean, he's...
0: Well, you he had to give approval.
2: Boys, of, of course, boys. but he
1: knows also that, that you know that is part of his job. I'm sorry. There is nothing in me that thinks oh no poor Raiden Turner you're just too fit oh you're too hot oh you poor poor thing oh just stop being women so have good been, looking women have been doing this for like, like years do you know and years what pipe down Turner well, that's the other issue. you're really hot accept it that's
0: the other issue I mean I haven't even got on to the actual episode yet but that's the other big issue is they had a, f- a phone in this morning on 5 Live all about is it okay for the fact that you know, this is being used to sell the show. This the, the, Us lusting after Aidan Turner's yes, body. Yes, it's fine. Women, you know, objectifying him effect- effectively. Women have been objectified Aiden, for right. centuries.
1: Now it's his turn. You right. know, deal with it.
0: Fine, okay, we yeah. covered that. Anyway, this is the opening episode of the series four. He does emerge from the sea in what is, spoiler alert, a little bit of a, a dream fantasy sequence. And then yeah. he's brought down to earth by the fact that His wife, Demelza, Eleanor Tomlinson, and their little kiddies are there with him on the beach. If you didn't see the end of the last series, Demelza got into a pretty, pretty sexy situation with a young (laughs) man. Listen,
1: she she is such a racy Tracy. I can't believe it.
0: So they're kind of grappling with that issue. And that character, Hugh, is back. And he, in fact is set to rival um, the horrible George Walligan, who is Mm. the main, the the snotty, horrible, nasty... He's horrible. He's
1: a nasty bastard. Nasty
0: bastard, played by the great Jack Farthing. And there's going to be... It's going to move... There's a lot of this going to take place in the Houses of Parliament, where they are going to be rival MPs, and Hugh is set to rival George in the upcoming general election, which has just been called by Prime Minister Mm. Pitt. Meanwhile, poor Moenna is still with the horrendous Osborne played by the great Christian Brasson and that nasty, creepy, disgusting <laughs> man who is now, who went for his her sister, mm-hmm. I mean... So she's now got Wait, is excuse. this the priesty one? The priesty one, mm. yeah. And there's a brilliant scene in the, this episode <laughs> where. So she won't have anything to do with it now. She's got that excuse.
1: Fair to, enough.
0: Won't let him go near her because she. Yeah, thank God. He diddled her sister. Yeah. And he's all, rank. And he's horrendous, brilliant, sweaty, horrible, grotesque. Mm. He's the opposite
1: of Turner. He's mm. the
0: opposite of Aiden Turner. There's a brilliant scene where he's like watching her through the keyhole and literally rubbing his thigh, which mm-hmm. I thought was absolutely hilarious. Thigh and, rub um yeah. then there's all kinds of rioting going on in true there's a corn riot and of course sam khan and drake khan brothers of um of demelza sexy getting, brothers in, sexy brothers getting brought in the whole thing and at one point it looks like they're going to be hanged by mm. the neck until mm. dead how they get out of that do they get out of it who knows we can't tell you we can't tell you that's what happens roughly in episode one Stephanie Sealand, what did mm. you think apart from the fact that Aidan Turner emerges semi-naked from the scene?
1: I okay, that is an amazing scene and that will make everyone happy. And I mean, good God, he is stunning. I really liked it, but I tell you the thing, it's right. So we did series three for a podcast. Yeah, and, and, and I would really... controversially
0: thought we shouldn't count, count it. The, the, right. Is uh, there Right. Unre- are we let's establish now, is it okay for us to go revisit a show? On the podcast, we've already reviewed them previous series. I think it's fine.
2: I uh, prefer to do new stuff. Okay. However, if the show is massive, yes. like the bridge or something like that, or I don't dark. know. If, I don't know if pole in the same I think part. you find I more think...
0: people watch pole than the bridge.
2: Oh, I wish you could see the face
1: he's pulling at me. Okay, it's a smug face. But <laughs> right, I what I was going to say is I really liked that episode, but I never, I didn't carry on watching it, and I didn't watch the previous ones. Again, I really liked this episode, mm. but I'm definitely not going to carry on watching it, and I'm not going to go back, back. Is it and because watch the there wasn't enough... I'm not sure why. Because
0: there's not enough murder.
1: Okay, or there's dogs? not enough murder. What I did quite like, though, right? I did quite enjoy the fact like, there's a really f- weird conversation between Ross and Demelza, mm. uh, where he says, "Is there enough uh, in one woman's heart for two men?" And she says, "Or indeed two women." Mm. And it's like these two are just as bad as each other. So mm. he's been he's been oh, diddling yeah. people. She's been having mm. the rumpy pumpy with that guy who looks a bit too young. You you. So, But I thought they really loved each other. How the hell do they keep staying together? I mean, well, you say like, that about a lot of relationships.
0: Yeah, but it's life, isn't it? I think that's one of the great realistic things. That's why, why the, the, the original novels are so clever, in a way, because kind of, the way they deal with these relationships it feels very modern and believable mm. and realistic.
1: Look, it's gorgeous. It's very atmospheric. I really liked it. I, I don't find it gripping enough for me, but that's probably because I didn't watch it at the beginning. It's mm. very enjoyable, Um and I think it's going to, if you're a pole dark fan, I can't see why on earth you wouldn't absolutely love this first episode of the fourth series. But am I going to continue on watching it? No, I'm not.
0: Kay. Hello. Are you going to carry on watching it?
1: No.
2: <sighs> I agree with everything that Steph has said. <sighs> I mean, look, it. this is a nice, this is like the equivalent of a. Don't call parent- it nice. It's a pair of slippers. It's a comfy pair of slippers on a Sunday. Great for lots Mm. of people I know. They love it. They love Aiden. She's talking sheepskin.
1: Yes. She's talking those slippers. You know the slippers. (laughs) My equivalent of that... But I feel is superior is the Darrells. I knew she was going to bring up the Darrells
2: because no, for that you know you've that's the, the one
1: where everyone's having a jolly up.
2: <laughs> you've got the drama, you've got like the emotion. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of heart to it. Plus, it's funny, and that's the element I like. Whereas this doesn't oh, this have isn't that. Funny. No, it's not funny at all. And also, you know what gets on my wick a little bit? Wait a minute,
0: hold on. The the vicar, the dirty vicar, rubbing his thighs, he's looking through for a second. It wasn't Come enough. On. In an hour
2: long show, it's not enough. Yeah. Um, the thing that really got on my wick was. Um, Oh, it's just Ross. He's god complex. You know, he's like whole. You know, trying to save everyone all the time. It's just a. It gets a bit irritating after a while for me because mm. I just think, why don't you try and save your marriage properly yeah. and stop?
1: Let just let some people, people die. Don't worry about it because you know? he's a
0: flawed hero. Because that's the, that's the whole point. Mm. Is yeah, he's he's not my hero. Do you know Boyd? what,
1: Boyd? Defend it. Defend it. Defend it. Go on. Tell us why we're both wrong.
0: Well, or, because or not, indeed. Because it is. Um, it isn't. It's. It's action packed. It's full of incident, and um, I, th- I think they do a great job of making every single episode as kind of fast moving in its way. I think you know. I think to consider it cozy and all of that, and the and the nice pair of slippers, is misleading. Because I think it is. It's tougher than that. It's kind of subtly political about you know. I
1: really disagree about it being fast paced. No,
0: I think it is fast paced. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I think, you Have know- you
1: watched every episode from the beginning? Oh yeah. Have you? Of course. I feel like the Antiques Roadshow has got a faster pace.
0: Ah, it's grotesquely unfair.
1: (laughs) I mean, that is a little unfair. Massive. But the Antiques Roadshow is racy. Let's just say.
0: It just, it, you know, it feels. It's a very clever, smart, modern version of this stuff. So even though it's a period drama, obviously, it's the way it's told. Um, the way it's performed the way it's filmed it's just it, it feels very up to date in modern. It's thing, kind of look
1: it's it. definitely my favourite Cornish period drama I'm not saying it's <laughs> with not <Aiden> <laughs> with Aidan Turner with Aidan Turner and that Demelza lady yeah. it's 100% this, my favourite it's in my great. top one of those no do you understand what I mean about like it's great it's not I think it's, it's not, not, not your dripping. kind of thing
0: yeah you do you're, it's, no it's I, it's I don't know. do you
1: know I what maybe if I watched it from the beginning I would have thought
0: it fine I'm giving it three and a
1: half stars Four what and you a give, half. Four units, Steph. I mean, I'm going to go with you. I think it's a three and a halfer. Mm, okay,
0: Pole Dark, Series Four. You decide, as we often, always say, often, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Often, always, on-
2: sometimes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm deliberately being funny, okay? I'm aware of that.
2: <laughs> and you're funnier than Poldark.
1: Carry on. Oh. oh. She really got oh, it in she frame. She really it No, I it. like sexy. Poldark. That sexy bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. Uh, Poldark series four, BBC One, Sunday the 10th of June, 9pm. And now we move on to Flowers. Series one of this uh, show started in 2000, 2000- well it was on in 2016, started and finished in 2016. It was mm. shown in one week, it was stripped across the week. It was a what I call a quirky comedy-drama created by a young man called Will Sharp, who stars in it. Which of you two wants to face the challenge? Now, I watched Series 1. I've got a feeling neither of you did. Did either of you watch Series 1?
1: No. No,
2: I'm happy to read what it says here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Please right.
0: digest and tell us in your own words... What happens? What flowers is I all about? I will do
2: it in my own words that are written on this paper. It's a couple of years after the end of series one. And Ma- how do you say that name? Maurice. Oh, is it? Or Maurice? Maurice. Maurice. Some people Maurice. call it Maurice. Maurice. Yeah. All right. Wee- Maurice and Deborah Ooh. are on a caravan holiday. And he's on his medication. But he seems like he's in a be- better place. And she's about to become a published author having written a book about his depression. Um, Shun is drinking away the summer as he is wont to do, and Donald has started a plumbing business. All
0: right, you're just reading the thing. It's about a dysfunctional family. Yeah. A very dysfunctional family. And if you'd have watched the first series, you'll know. it's So it's... Olivia Coleman plays Deborah, the matriarch of the family. She's a kind of... A nice, decent... Well-meaning person, her husband Morris, who is a children's author, played by Julian Barrett, is troubled and depressive. I
2: mean, I think you're just repeating everything I've just said. But no, anyway. you were
0: just reading out the plot line for series two. So mm. I think we have to like establish.
2: Okay. The
1: okay, you go on.
0: Bigger picture on. of the show because other people mm. won't know what the hell you're talking about. Okay. And um, Shun, played by Will Sharp, who created the whole thing, is um, lives basically in the family shed. And in the first series, he, he's, he's the illustrator of um, Morris's books. And their their relationship was kind of weirdly close. You didn't quite know what was going on there. Then they've also got two grown-up adult twin children, offspring. Amy, played by Sofia De Martino and Donald, played by Daniel Rigby, who hate each other and are weirdly <laughs> competitive. Mm. He particularly was horrible. In series one, he was like trying to invent preposterous things. He saw himself as an inventor, and they, they were preposterous. She didn't really know what to do with her life. She was just mainly frustrated and furious about him. And now and then there's kind of like their whole land, they live in this big kind of mansion on a bit of kind of quite rural land, rural. M- remote. Bit, oh, it's a real
2: as, rural theme to love in as the countryside. Rural as
0: Luton. It might even be in Luton or wherever Just you so. live.
1: Bedfordshire.
0: And so there's a l there's like almost like a community of random, creative, hippieish people mm. living on their land. They're called the Flowers Family, that's why it's called Flowers. That is the context K.
2: As I said. Um Yeah. Well, oh, mm, I think she's yeah. going to say, not for mm, moi. Yeah, is this, yeah. this
0: going to be one of your in-depth mier mm, yeah reviews?
2: NFM, for a start, not for moi. But I just think it's a bit too quirky and random for me and for my liking. I mean, so it's just not my cup of tea. But however, having said that, like League of Gentlemen is quite quirky and random. And I have to say, I like that more because it's crucially funny. <laughs> And I didn't find this funny at all. Okay. I mean, I like the dynamic between the brothers and sisters, but it just-
0: The brother and sister.
2: Yeah, brother, sorry, brother mm. and sister. But other than that, I was like, no, just, <sighs> but which is a shame because actually I would hope that Olivia Coleman would be, like she's excellent and I love her, but even she wasn't a big enough draw to make me want to watch the next episode. Sorry.
0: Two for two strikes. This is a double strike. I'm not sure we've had this before. Mm. It could be a three strikes and we're out. then okay. I mean, we never come back. <laughs> Geek. Steph, uh, I get a sense as well that I de- this is right. not, There's no murder gonna, in this at I'm all. I'm going
1: to be a bit true I'm crime, slightly more fictional. generous to this. Okay, okay. right. You I don't feel have to, you like have to no, no, no. Th- no be because I, right, because I do like quirky things, but I feel like you have to kind of suspend your disbelief in a way whilst watching this because it is so out there and there is so much random crap happening crap. <laughs> but there is Did random you- stuff i tell you what right as soon as i started watching it, i was like you absolutely have to watch the first series i think to understand this because why are they in a car you do you know i mean i didn't i hadn't read up on it so i didn't really mm. understand any of it i'm gonna say something Uh, again I have to say I do agree with Kay I think Olivia Coleman, I love and I was like oh this is great and actually I saw an advert for this and didn't realise it was this thing we were watching I thought the advert made it seem like something else I thought they were just going to be like a dysfunctional couple who lived on a caravan site which would have been hilarious yeah but maybe it like
0: something you want to (laughs) watch
1: yeah but it did actually it did Um, I right I do not like this Japanese (laughs) illustrator character in it I think it's a little bit I don't know. I don't think it's what, quite Sean? right. Yeah. Is it Sean?
0: You know he he is himself. I I understand. That I understand you're saying, he's Japanese, racist, is that what you're saying. I
1: don't I I'm just saying I I think hamming up like I I don't know if that's his exact accent, but I, no. I it, it did not feel comfortable to me.
0: But He's allowed to, um, isn't he? He's allowed to do what he likes as as someone of that background if he wants well, to. But there are
1: other people of that background that might not think that he should be doing that. Is just because he is half Japan- Japanese. Like, yeah, I just no, I didn't. No, I think you're
0: wrong there. It's like it's like if you know, if a Jewish people wants to make fun of Jewish um, culture, they can. It's not. That's the. I think he's totally within his rights. After I have to strongly defend it. Too. I
1: didn't. Sit, it didn't sit well with me. I didn't <laughs> okay. really like no, it. Did, did you? Did you find it funny? No, not at all. Not one bit. I did not laugh once. Yeah, same. And I do. I do like quirky stuff, but as long as it's funny. I thought the dream sequences were weird. I just, I didn't find it funny. But I do think maybe if you're, you know, if you were, I don't know, in a bit of a quirky frame of mind, you would go be like, oh, this is funny. But or on drugs. Is that what you're trying I to say? I was going to say, if you were like mm. high, you'd probably think this is hilarious. <laughs> but I just... We're not promoting that, kids. No, God, no. I mean, on life, high on life. If you had had a lot of sweeties, you would think this was hilarious. I, no, it is, it's not funny, Boyd. What do you, I don't think do you know what you I think you, I don't think stitches. the Pogs are going to like it that's what and I must always think of the Pogs
0: sorry if I'm facing both of you what, what was your question okay
1: did it have you in Stitches
0: no it didn't have me in Stitches no
1: did it have you in minor lols no did you agree with us and think it was crap
0: no I don't think it's crap I think um, I am, well, I wasn't the biggest fan of the first series I have to say ah. so I think I'm going to shock you here yeah I Rouses. I um, I think it's it's one of those shows where it's got an incredible um a level of talent involved. Hmm. So Coleman Barrett.
1: Oh God, yeah, I loved you, Rigby. Barrett.
0: Daniel Rigby as the incredibly annoying, obnoxious son, who is one of the most objectionable and irritating characters for a yeah. long time. Sophia De Martino is the is the more interesting. I think uh, Amy, the who's not the new girlfriend, older woman played by Harriet Walter. Harriet Walter is an absolute legend. She plays her new girlfriend. She's the new character in this series, the major new character, and I thought she brought a lot of good Stuff to it, did she? Sean the character you're, you're you object to, he's you I'm know, not, he... I
1: just didn't. I'm not, it's not that I object to it, it's just that it didn't <laughs> know sit you mean. well I know, with I me. I sit, it's fine, that is objecting mm-hmm.
0: to it, yeah, a little bit, yeah. No, okay, he can it's be in, in it, but just it.
1: not be in the way <laughs> he is,
2: yeah, <laughs>
0: but it's fine. No, no, I'm not saying it wrong, it's, it's that's your She's honest, opinion, yeah. I think a lot, but other people will have their reaction, I'm sure. okay. It's definitely an interesting thing because it is a strong, accented version, yeah, of this this, um, Anglo Japanese character, yeah. But you know, I think Will shops with. But I think that character—he is one of the funniest elements of it. And in this new mm. series, he's kind of drinking a lot. There's a whole—I um, watched the first two episodes. I think this might be the second episode where he has a big dinner with the publisher, and he drinks too much, and he's sick. And he is one of the funniest elements of it. What, I, what I'll say is, I, I enjoy it for all of those talented people being pretty good in it. I do think, for me, it tips over into quirkiness for quirkiness' sake. So my issue with the show is. I feel like it feels to me like an example where the writer creator has been given complete freedom to do what he wants to do, which on one level I love, but on another level, what you end up with is something that i I, I don't really care about
1: It's about. kind of incomprehensible the whole i think if thing. you haven't
0: especially if you haven't seen the first series, it's deliberately um disorienting and and quirky, I keep using that word, but it is the word, and weird, and, and surreal, so there are fantasy sequences, and I think this series, from what I hear, I've only seen the first two out of six, is going to go even more down that road. I think, the, for me, the problem with it is it isn't funny enough, and I think, um, and it's trying to make, so, you know, in, in the first series, you know, Morris' play by Jim was, was suicidal, All right, so it's looking at issues of depression and all of that, and it's treating them in an interesting you know, rye away. And I've no problem with any of that. But it's hard to make it funny. It's really hard and I don't think it succeeds in making it funny. So I kind of enjoy it for what it is and I'll carry on watching I'll, I'll watch all six episodes because I enjoy all these people performing very well. But I do think it's not quite as funny and there's something about the the quirkiness that feels slightly forced to me. Do
1: you think, my feeling about it as well is that I just think Olivia Coleman is so incredible in everything and just feels like she's not used... To her strengths in this, I think her
0: character is interesting. Yeah, it's it's difficult. It's quite difficult to get a hook on her character because she's essentially very decent and nice. So there's one. There's a scene again, probably in, is in episode two, where this random guy who's been obsessed with her—that uh, must be two. I yeah, kind of just arrives in her house right. to make a play for her. While she's having a dinner with her family, and she kind of is irritated, and she does show irritation with him, and says, "Why the hell are you here?" But it takes her a long time to get to that point right. where she says to him, "You know, what are you doing here?" I'm trying to have a family gathering, and you think that kind of works comedically, but it does But I don't believe it for a minute. I don't believe mm. for a minute she would wait so long and not just tell him to get out and go and get, yeah. and not and yeah. not dark, never darken a door again. It's that thing where I don't, I don't believe any of this. I just don't believe them. Yeah, because I feel that the you know I, I feel like he's trying to create quirky, weird, surreal situations with all the characters that are quirky, weird and, weird, and surreal, and I don't quite buy mm. that they're all behaving in this way with each other All at the same time. in this context yeah. it, do, I, it doesn't feel real to me that's my shame. nothing okay. will bring me to and watch yet, another episode okay. I think we've established that right. and yet I will carry on watching it so it's a it's a three star for me
1: it's a two star for me I'm going to agree with you again Kay Woo. two
0: Flowers does start on Channel 4 on Monday the 11th of June at 10pm with a double bill and then it carries on every night that week until Friday the 15th of June at 10 o'clock In the same way it did in the first series. Finally, in our single worded meat shows, Goliath, also season two, is back on Amazon Prime in full, eight episodes, next Friday, the 15th of June. Steph, you've got to tell us what this is about because.
1: And I will. Uh, It's fine, it's fine, and I will. Okay. On the Amazon Prime. Okay, so Goliath is about a lawyer played by Billy Bob Thornton who helpfully is also called Billy. He's Billy McBride. Um, He is let's just say it, he's an alcoholic. He's got issues. He's kind of got, he's got an ex-wife and a, a daughter, a lovely daughter. Um, in the first series, which I didn't finish, I have to say, but I no, did watch, started. I did start it. Yeah. I did start it. And I don't know why I didn't finish. I think I just started watching something else. Yeah. He takes on uh, a huge tech company and as you would suspect, lots and lots of money involved. It all gets like, there's murders and God knows what else. <laughs> but he does actually, I mean, it's worth watching that. I haven't watched it till the end, but he does, you you get a catch up and he won that case. So he's, got, he's now got a ridiculous amount of money. He's got like 50 million pounds uh, payout for a wrongful death suit. So we join him again and he's decided to, Give up law. He's not going to be a lawyer anymore. He's bought a nice house, but he's still living. Oh, because he's so kind of messed up. He lives. He lives in this lodge above a bar because he he spends all of his time in this bar. So he's got this. He's a professional bum. Yeah, he's got this weird group of friendships uh, with people in this bar. In this first episode. One of those friends, he's, he's got all this money that he doesn't know what to do with. So as I said, he's bought this house for his daughter to live in. He's just trying to help people out, giving, giving all this money away. He's got so much he can't spend it all. Um, so one of the, the people who works in the bar comes to him um, and tells him about uh, the murder of two of his older sons. At the beginning of the episode, you see the DEA, which is the Drug Enforcement Agency, going into a house and shooting up a load of people and getting a load of money. Is this connected? We don't know yet. And I'm not going to be the one to tell you, frankly.
0: Well, I think it would be weird if it's not going
1: to okay. be. <laughs> Try not to do spoilers, boy. No, no, like right. That. Okay. So he says, Can you help me? Um, I just feel like I need to tell you about this. But also, he's had his younger son arrested for a murder. And he says, Can you help me with this? And Billy Bob says, What well, Billy McBride says, No, I can't. Some shit goes <laughs> down. And he does eventually say he's going to help him.
0: He's drawn in.
1: He's drawn just in. Just when you thought. Just when you thought he was just going to drink himself to death, he's drawn in. That is my non-spoiler description. Oh, That's a good one, actually. Yeah. Of Goliath.
0: Not, um, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah. I, I do believe this is a show you didn't watch, Series 1. Correct. On the Amazon Prime. There was a good, big catch-up, though, wasn't there? There was yes. a really big yeah. catch-up. That,
2: that is how catch-up should be done, frankly, where you're practically running the whole of the first series. Yeah.
0: Yeah, about the first 10 minutes of episode one. Is I enjoyed that. Out. Mm. Did you enjoy this show? Are we on a three strikes and we're out and we're going to have to cancel the podcast? Or did you like this show? I mean,
2: it's better than the other two things. I mean, it's on a, a Wave of,
0: of f- enthusiasm mm. has swept <laughs> through the studio.
2: My notes are Billy, Bob, dubious, ratty looking. Right? Oh, Do you think?
1: Lo- no, I thought he looked great in oh, this. no, I
2: hate his... I mean, this is just, this is about the character, not about, this is not a discerning thing oh, about the No, what you're saying
0: is it's not about the character. You're literally judging him on his looks.
2: Oh, no, sorry, it is about the character. Yeah, yeah sorry, it's not oh, about okay. him. Yeah, right, yeah, Right. But just the
1: character. he's essentially a really good man in this. Yeah, no, he, he's a brilliant anti-hero.
2: Yeah, he's a good rat. He's a good okay. rat. He's Roland. Um, <laughs> so, yes. No, I, I thought he was enjoyable. I mean, it's not particularly doing anything new, I don't think. It's, it's not groundbreaking in any way. But it's a perfectly sound crime drama. You no, know we have failed to move K to. We all really have. On no. this podcast. I mean, no, I am mean, not I'm sure
0: we've got more than a sentence out yeah. any of these No, shows. but
2: you know like for as anti-heroes go, I yeah. prefer watching Bosch. Oh, listen. Well. Bosch is so like it, Bosch is a different league to this. Yeah, there's such this, you know, such depth It is quite to him. similar, isn't it? I was going to say. Yeah, it it's similar,
1: but Bosch is better. Bosch is better. Bosch is an Amazon well. Prime show, isn't it? Bosch is an Amazon. However, can I just say I did spend the whole time watching his first episode going why didn't I watch the rest of this? Because I really I really enjoyed it and mm. I and I love things like that. Mm. It, uh, li- listen, Bosch is like a ten star mm. out of five. <laughs> but like you know, Titus <laughs> Welliver, I love him. I thought this was really good though. I d di- I really I really liked it, and I actually found Billy Bob Thornton incredibly compelling in mm. this role, and it's a role He's that right. he seems comfortable in and it and it suits him. Yeah, and I I I I think he's quite sexy in this. What? Oh, rat boy. No, I think he's. he's rat gone man. a bit far though. Did do you have part- a thing for rodents? Yeah, I do. <laughs> and like, no, I think he's. I think he's great in it.
0: Um, he is really good in it. Yeah, it feels like a kind of huge, big um vehicle for him to show how kind yeah, of subtle... he deserves
1: that vehicle. And
0: he, of course he does, does deserve a vehicle. And um, it's, we should say it's created by David E. Kelly of Ali McBeal fame mm-hmm. and many other law-based...
1: <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer's husband.
0: Classic, exactly. Classic um, creator of law-based TV shows. And this is, I think it's his first streaming um, show that he's created. So it feels more, you know, it's got all the swearing and ultra-violence and stuff that you expect in a, in a streaming show that doesn't have to conform to network American TV rules. And that's what I like about it. I think... Because he's a brilliant um, TV uh, talent, David mm. E. Kelly. He's you know, worked on so many great shows. So it is really good to see them doing this thing. I thought it was interesting how um, quite steady and slow the build-up was. of the. Uh, so there's big dramatic opening sequence where, you, as I say, the yeah. drug and fulsome people kill loads of people in this house. But from then on, when you it eases you into his character, doesn't it? And I thought it was quite um, bold how not a huge amount happens it's quite slow the way they introduce yeah. the new characters and introduce the new thing that's going to get him to but investigate you know, I'm really mm. pleased
1: about that because actually what would be really annoying is if that one thing happened and he just went okay I'm just going to forget that I said I was not going to be a lawyer anymore because one of my friends yeah. is in trouble oh, and I I'm agree. just going to go straight back yeah. so you need him to it was, slowly, believable. It was yeah, believable, yeah but slowly slow come around to it
0: and I'm particularly excited because Mark Duplass of the Duplass brothers who are brilliant kind of writer director people and actors he's he is the main exciting new character he plays a property developer in L. A. who's clearly got all the connections with the. There's a mayoral race mayoral race happening, mm-hmm. so there's politics and there's big business. And it reminded me of Chinatown. That's I think is probably one of the big mm. bases for it because Chinatown's all about corruption in seventies L. A. The yeah. classic Jack Nicholson film. And it's got. Oh that my god! I visually... actually thought
2: you meant Chinatown in Leicester Square, and I was like, God, is that <laughs> no, all going he means on? The film. I was like there at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it reminded me of a visit to Chinatown. <laughs> um, in- <laughs> no, the classic, all-time classic, Los Angeles Crime Noir. Mm. even though of course the great thing about Chinatown is it's, it's it uses all the film art things but it's bright <laughs> yeah, l- brightly lit because it uses that LA and this similarly is very can confirm actual that.
2: Chinatown is also like that because they've got Chinese lanterns up at the moment
0: <laughs> I'm not actually Chinatown again anyway I really enjoyed it I'm going to carry on watching it are you going to carry on uh, watching I am it actually, but Unlike do,
1: you, do you know what I'm going to do I am actually going to go back and watch uh, even though what's annoying is now I've got a load of the spoilers so I know, know what happens but I do think I'll enjoy watching the first season yeah. I am going to watch this I, I, it, it is up my street maybe yeah. I'll go back and watch the first season
0: I don't believe you will
1: I don't think um, I will either be watching
2: uh, it's very lukewarm for me this week very lukewarm yeah, very yeah. Very,
1: just, I, I mean I'm I like. gonna are go... you saying that Boyd's made bad choices in what he's got to about? listen because that's what it sounds hey, like. I'm not disagreeing say, with you Steph
0: can I just say if you saw a list of what's on this week this, you, you, you would know you're saying this week choices. is a TV
2: dud it's a bit of a diet it is a dud week for me
0: no I'm, I'm saying dramatic
2: pause I thought you were dead then yeah
0: I'm not dead. I can confirm. I'm very much (laughs) alive. These were the obvious choices, is what I'm saying. In this TV week, fine. Just making that clear. And then maybe weeks ahead, by the way, because the World Cup's coming up. You know, there's not going to be. It's the summer. Are we going to start
1: giving the games scores? Yes. Out of. I mean, I know they have scores themselves. Well,
0: I don't think we'll be able to watch them in advance.
1: (laughs) Oh god. All
2: right. How how about this then? If we can't watch any other good TV, that you have to review, Love in the Countryside. (laughs)
0: I mean, that finishes soon, Kay, but yeah. Yeah, but it's I mean, on
2: iPlayer, Boy, It never dies. Okay.
0: Anyway, before we just send into anarchy, how many stars are we giving Goliath K. A solid three. Oh, I'm giving it four. Oh,
1: it's a 4K. Yeah,
0: it's a 4K. It's
1: a 4K. UHD.
0: Um, Goliath, season two. Well, season one's on Amazon Prime right now if you want to do want to catch up. And season two arrives in full next Friday, the 15th of June, on the Prime. Finally, in honor of the brilliantly popular and successful and um, highly acclaimed flowers, what is? It's time for that bit of the of the podcast. <laughs> <by> the <way. laughs> oh my god,
1: sorry, it's, time, it's time for that.
0: I nearly the swept over you doing the jingle. I'm you sorry. did, I know. What like time it's... is it?
2: It's question time.
0: As I've already said, in honor of the award winning highly acclaimed flowers, what is your favourite flower based film or TV thing?
1: You have to say who you wanted to, to answer it first. Steph, I'm feeling the format.
0: you. <laughs> Steph, I feel you're right. champing at the bit.
1: Okay. I am going to talk about Flowers in the Attic. Oh. Ah, VC coming, VC Andrews book, right? Is that yeah. right? Yeah, okay. But I'm talking about the film. So I did read these books. This is, sounds terrible, but is incredibly compelling. And there's a whole series of them. Um like petals to the wind and it like goes on like that yeah. doesn't it it's about two children who get locked in an attic by their nasty mother and they do the deed and they have <gasps> some kid. It's incest okay it's incest oh yeah it's not flowery at all <laughs> yeah it's really really Cage in shock you've i know made, you've,
0: you've gone there you've but when the i was incest.
1: younger these books were real scandal mm. like it was like oh my god I mean, to be fair, I think it's attic. pretty scandalous now. I know you don't want brothers and sisters to be having kids, but like this is really like it's still yeah, it's still quite shocking. But they made a film. Um, there's a film series as well, and there was a recent one with Heather Graham. Yes, Boy, do you remember? Yes, I do. But, Turn
0: on Chanel Five. Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, flowers in the attic, petals to the wind. I can't remember <laughs> what the other ones are called. I'll look it up. Um. But yeah, that is my favourite flowery incest story. <laughs>
0: well, it's good to know. <laughs> Both so flowers. Yours, yours doesn't have to involve incest. Okay, just saying that now. your it
1: was preferable, but if, you know, preferable, but if no. it doesn't, it's fine. But it's not it's fair. Fine. She gets to talk about no. it first. Listen, if you've got a flowery incest thing, go okay. go forth. No,
2: I just wanted to tell everyone that my favourite flowers are freesias. Okay? Oh, okay. Yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah, and I like yellow ones and white ones. I'm not really into the mix of colour ones. Right. But they smell delightful, and I rarely get bought them. So, hashtag okay. just saying. Oh, cue a. Uh, yeah, of freezers. Look up the heat address, guys. Okay. No, um, right. So the other thing is Darling Buds of May.
0: Uh, oh, oh, a
2: classic. Catherine Zeta-Jones, yeah. when she was wel- yeah. were young. When she was Welsh. When she was Welsh and young. Yeah. Um, David Jason, Pampers, Brilliant. I love, love, love it. Can I see it anywhere at the moment?
1: <laughs> right, just <laughs> do, right, that well, tune. Go, yeah, that one. You yeah. haven't given
0: uh-huh. me time to check where on which platform.
1: Um, I'm sure Charlie it must Buzz be. Oh, I think it's Currently. UK Gold. Yeah, I think it's Listen, Gold. UK, which mm. oh, that yellow dress? Oh, <sighs> she looked beautiful.
2: I recently discovered that you rang my lord is on um, UK Gold, and I'm very excited about that. I've just got to say.
1: Do you know which episode I really loved of The Darling Buds Do you remember when they figured out how to freeze dry strawberries, and they thought that was going to be the new business?
2: Oh, no, I don't. Oh, it was a simpler
1: time. It really Brilliant. was. Of course, like loving um, in the countryside all over again.
0: Good answers. Yeah. Boy D, incest? Picking, no, 1946. Classic film noir, The Blue Dahlia.
2: Oh.
0: Alan Ladd, Veronica Lake, Legends of Cinema. It was written, the script, get this, was written by Raymond Chandler.
1: No, nice. Philip
0: Marlowe fame, of the Morty's Falcon, etc. Oh fame. Oh gosh! It's one of the all-time classic films noir.
1: Is it any in any way related to the Black Dahlia?
0: Well, funnily enough, in a kind of way, it is, yeah. Because the Black Dahlia, which is also another film I really love, which is kind of a terrible Scarley film. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, great Brian De Palma, murder story though. Ryan De Palma.
1: You don't like that film? It's a well, great film. no, I'm saying
0: it's kind of terrible in some ways. It's, a, it's deeply flawed, but I did, in, I do really enjoy it. It's got some brilliantly over-the-top nonsense in it because it's. Brian De Palma, yeah. but that the novel that that was based on the Black Dahlia definitely, ha- yeah, is kind of ins- partly inspired by the Blue Dahlia, yeah. So the Blue Dahlia is is the, is a nightclub on Sunset Strip in the Blue Dahlia film. Is
1: it Dahlia or Dahlia?
0: Well, da- oh, sorry, I think it's Dahlia in America and Dahlia here. It's okay. uh, yeah. Dahlia here, definitely. Dahlia here. Sorry, yeah. That's why I started going to Dahlia from Dahlia. Right. Blue- gotcha. I think in, I think the American. i it Dahlia, Dahlia
2: Smith.
0: But I, when, <laughs> when I was uh, I studied film noir when I was a student at it, university, did. and our teacher used to say, call it Dahlia, which is partly why I'm pronouncing it like okay, that. Okay, fine. I just got to say I was weird.
2: joking about Delia Smith I sorry
0: no I'm aware you're joking It's fine Yeah.
2: just realised people might actually think I thought it was Dahlia carry on
0: that's fine Blue Dahlia it's brilliant find it seek it out you'll love it and even Black Dahlia yeah mm. because that is also the a highly entertaining um, crime it's great up, modern that's update that's my favourite of Scarlett Johansson's
1: um, roles ever wow really? yeah I know I really loved her in that I thought she was fantastic incredible mm. just saying
0: that concludes what has been another frankly Extraordinary Mediocre.
1: Oh, mediocre TV, not wow. us. Wow. Boyd hasn't once met. Oh, actually, you did mention Sherlock. Yeah, so yes. that is a plus, okay? <laughs> or Doctor Who. can't
0: just called the podcast media. Not I the
1: podcast, know. the shows we've reviewed. <laughs> do you know what, Boyd? Do you know what we should do now? Let's give Kate a rating out of five for her <gasps> attendance and uh, in this well, podcast. Well, attendance is five. Has I to think be. Once
0: we start judging ourselves. <laughs> no, I mean? I'm giving her <laughs> a three. No, no,
1: no, Boyd. Boyd. Self indulged. I'm giving her a three and a half, which is a recommendation. <laughs>
2: I'll but take it's that for an no endorsement.
1: Boyd, you can have a four. Uh, thanks. I'm of course giving myself five.
0: <laughs> Amazing.
1: <laughs> Insight into the madness. On that
0: <laughs> extraordinary climactic revelation, all we can say is it's a goodbye for me.
1: It's a goodbye for me. And it's a goodbye for me.